is Sober Reference. You're listening to A Sober Story, digestible conversations filled with evidence that you can do anything without picking up a drink. We share more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com, and hope you'll connect with us on social media. Search Sober Reference now and look for our logo. For more information about today's guest, visit our show notes. We hope you find this content valuable and leave feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. Enjoy. Tell me a little bit about what it used to be like for you. What was your experience with airport, flying, and how did alcohol play a role? I've always been terrified of flying since the very first time I was ever on a plane as a kid. It terrifies me to my core. I feel completely so out of control. And that's why I don't love boat either. Like it's definitely a control thing for me. I don't do roller coasters. Like I'm like, I want to be on the ground. (laughs) So when I did start drinking eventually, it just started to become the thing where I would do everything I could to get as drunk as I could as fast as I could before the plane took off. Because like when I was younger, before I ever drank, even just the drive to the airport, I'd be a mess. The whole time we were in the airport, I'd be so scared. So the first time I took a trip, once I had started drinking around like 17 was when I started. So it was a little bit later in my teens. I remember doing my first flight after having like drank wine at the airport. And I was like, Oh my God, that was so much easier. Like I found the fix. Because it just, I, I was still a bit scared, but it loosened me up a lot and t- took the edge off. And so that was just always, always how I coped. I would get there. I would try to get as many wines in me at the airport as I could. I would drink on the plane. It felt to me at the time like, okay, this this is working for me. It's It's making it easier. So when I got sober, it was 2020 during the pandemic. And I just didn't travel for a while because of the pandemic. I actually... I'm big on traveling. Like I lived in Europe for a year, a few years ago, went on many flights while I was there, but I I drank the whole time. So it wasn't until, yeah, close to two years sober that I finally took my first flight. And it had been a source of anxiety for me the entire time. Like since I quit drinking, I even said to my mom in my first few months, I was like, could I just be a sober person who only drinks to fly? (laughs) That's my one exception. Can't I just do that? Because I just could not fathom. I couldn't fathom getting on a plane without it. So yeah, that's, that's been flying for me up until now. Talk about, you know, a great rationalization. I can tell just like by hearing and watching you talk about it, that you get quite a physical and like sensational reaction. It's like your nervous system like really gets affected by this thought of flying. I mean, listen, my little, I call my like the kind of ego, essentially this like master litigator, that kind of defendant that you'd want to have by your side if you were in court and like just needed to get out of anything because My ego can come up with an excuse and a reason for everything. And so this master litigator is like, well, listen, like this is a a situation where you probably like it's legit to like need a little bit of medicine or like to have something to help you. I bet tons of people take medication or alcohol to help them get through this experience. And it is like a closed container. So you probably could just create this little space around it where you only drink when you're in airports or on an airplane and then like be able to turn that part of your brain off during the rest of your life. This is the way that my ego works, right? I can come up with an hour long story about why maybe it's possible. But of course, that's the the ego, which means it's a part of us that just it wants to protect us at all costs, but it's not very rational. So to come up with other language and 
I kind of, you know, create duality in my mind of like, there's the ego speak, and then there's the spirit speak and to create like spirit language around what else is possible for me when I'm in an airport or flying. So that there's another story and another narrative available to me that I kind of lean into. So I want to hear, you know, how you are able to do it. Can you walk me through like, all right, you're probably in the car to the airport, you're anxious already. What happens when you get to the airport? What kind of thoughts are you having? How do you get yourself just in the airport and onto the plane? Yeah, I um, I was definitely very anxious. I was actually pleasantly surprised that the anxiety didn't set in, like really, really set in until I was actually walking like onto the plane boarding it. I was pleasantly surprised. Like I was still anxious, but at the airport, I wasn't the level that I used to be. Because I think that drinking at airports, it did make me feel a lot more chill for. So I think I didn't associate the airport as much with it as I thought I might, if that makes sense. I thought a lot about, oh, like I would have loved to have taken something to chill me out. But it just, I really felt strongly, like for me and my sobriety, it would not have sat well. I wouldn't have felt good about it. I know I would have been really disappointed in myself. So I didn't do it. Um, I did it completely without anything. And I just was like, I just have to do it. I just have to be scared and do it. So when I was sitting on the plane Takeoff is always the worst part for me. So like I downloaded lots of podcasts to listen to. I cried when we took off. (laughs) I haven't done that, I think, ever. But like just like I squeezed my sister's hand when we were starting to take off. Like tears were just streaming down. I was just kind of silently crying. And I don't know. I just did it. I, I have this irrational feeling like it just feels like the plane is going to fall out of the sky. And I know that there's nothing logical about that, but it's just how I feel. So yeah, I don't even know what to say other than I just made myself do it. I was like, this is gonna be really scary. You're gonna be scared shitless. You're gonna feel like you're gonna die, but you just have to do it and try to trust that everything's gonna work out, that people fly every day. It's a very safe thing. And yeah, I I blasted music when we took off. The other thing that was really cool about it was that when I was thinking about it a few days earlier, I was kind of like, maybe me taking the edge off of my anxiety with booze all of these years has prevented me from actually getting over it. Maybe if I was doing it soberly all this time, I would have actually gotten past the fear, but I wasn't giving myself a chance to do that by like self-medicating with booze essentially. So I did notice on the flight home, I think I did a bit better. And even that to me was so encouraging because I really couldn't fathom doing it without booze when I first quit drinking. It wasn't great, but to have that slight encouragement made me feel like, okay, maybe just continuing to do this sober is going to help me move past it or at least not struggle quite as much with it. I heard a lot of spirit speak going on in there. So I just want to acknowledge you because there is such a new perspective when the opportunity is to perhaps actually overcome this fear eventually to even have the ability to see like that crack of light in this really terrifying experience that you've had so many previous experiences with that like haven't been great right like again the master litigator is like listen all my evidence points to this sucks and here you are with this little crack of light to say well you know what like this just might be a different path that enables me to like kind of like soften this experience over time and maybe even have like a totally new experience a couple years from now or however long it takes but like 
seeing that opportunity and giving yourself the chance to explore that, that to me is self-love. That to me is like, there's so much grace there. There's so much willingness. And you said the word trust. If you were able to just whisper into someone's ear who was, you know, at takeoff and they're like crying and they're just like, okay, this is like, this is the crux of it. You know, this is like the hard part. What would you whisper into their ear? Oh my God. I don't know why that makes me emotional. (laughs) I think it's funny because when we landed, my sister was like, you did it. You did it. Was there a part of you that felt like maybe you couldn't do it? When I first got sober, yeah. I think the timing of when I got sober was a blessing in so many ways. And I think one of those was the traveling aspect, because I do think that if I had traveled in maybe the first few months of my sobriety, I might have given myself a free pass. I think if it was still so new, I might have been like, it's okay. Like, I'll just I'll just give myself a pass on this one thing. But coming with the amount of sobriety I do have, I knew it was completely a non-negotiable for me, not even an option on the table for me. So I knew I could do it. Traveling is an important thing to me. So I'm never going to let my fear stop me from doing it. That's always been my mentality. It was more so dread. I was scared of being scared, if that makes sense. Like I knew it was going to be such a scary experience for me. And I was dressed to even feel that. And it's funny, like we got to the airport on our way there. And we caught an early flight and we were sitting having breakfast. I was like, is the bar even open? Um, Not because I was going to have one, but it's just so like on my radar. I was like, I was like, if this was before I quit drinking, I would be so stressed right now. Are they open? And uh, waiting on the flight home, we had breakfast. It was another morning flight. And our server was like a, a really nice guy who we chatted with a little bit. And after we paid our bill, he comes over to us and he has three little plastic cups. And he's like, here, guys, because we had gotten coffees to go. And he's like, here, to make your flight a bit easier, spike your coffees. And it was a shot of Kahlua and whiskey. Freaking hands me a shot, like go figure. So I pass it off to my sisters to dump in their coffee. But I did feel like, oh, I wish I wish I could just take the easy way out. But I knew it wasn't an option for me. I knew I just had to do it. I was gonna have to just feel the fear and do it anyways. (laughs) It wasn't easy. Oh my gosh, I feel like you (laughs) had an obstacle in your way. Like talk about at least like a great opportunity to now look back on and say, listen, I didn't accept that. The free alcohol, come on. I didn't accept the free alcohol. It was so terrifying that I cried and I still did it. So again, going back to the idea of whispering into your ear on that moment of takeoff like knowing if I could just whisper if I go back in time and and know that I'm giving like this is coming from the future I would just be like you're safe you're gonna be okay you're safe you're gonna land safely (laughs) like that's all I need to know and just yeah like you can do this and was there a sense of relief afterwards like what did you feel when you landed or even like when the full trip of the going and returning was over. I think definitely a huge sense of relief. Definitely just relief like upon landing being like, oh, I'm alive. Because <laughs> obviously that's where that's what the fear is. Relief, definitely proud of myself. Definitely like my sister said this and my mom said this, like you did it, you did it. So, and I, I did, I felt like emotional about that because it was just such a source of anxiety. So I don't even feel like I've, overcome it because it's still a fear it's not like a fear that I've overcome as in I'm not scared of it anymore because I know I'm going to be scared for my next flight but like doing it scared is empowering because it's like you can can still do things even if they scare the shit out of you 
to wrap this up, let's reflect on kind of takeaway tips that we can give people who are have a flight coming up and whether it's, you know, they just used to drink when they flew, period, or they're terrified of flying, what tip that you would recommend to them based on what worked for you in this previous experience of of getting yourself through that experience of being on a flight, being afraid of being on a flight and you know, committing to not drinking while all that is happening. So I think when it comes to like that level of fear, distraction is helpful. So I think definitely download podcasts, download music, download shows, like anything that can kind of take your mind off of it. I know for me, I actually had a podcast going at takeoff and I had to switch to music because that helped me to zone out more. So definitely just having something that can distract you so that the entire time you're not up there contemplating the fact that you're on a plane. Honestly, deep breathing. Like I closed my eyes. I was taking lots of deep breaths at takeoff. And I think just trusting that you can be scared and do it. Like you can survive fear, even if it feels unbearable. I know it did for me, but I trusted that I could survive it. And just to try to think about, and I know it's it's always hard to give advice on things that are so scary because when you're that scared, it's not rational. Like you can't rationalize it. But just for me, even my uncle's a pilot. So I used to call him sometimes and be like, tell me all the ways that flying is safe. And and just I would sit in the airport and just listen and let him kind of talk me down. I know some people because I shared about it a bit on Instagram. Some people messaged me to say like, oh, this podcast really helped me specifically on this topic. So if you can even look up things, read up specifically on like how safe flying is and like stuff that will bring you comfort that really helped and just try to think before you board the plane about how good and how empowered and how proud of yourself you're going to feel when you land and you've done it sober thank you it's one of those experiences that like not everyone has right but if you have it it's like all consuming for you it's like it's just such a big part of your life because just like drinking if we always thought about like when it was going to happen next or even me right like drinking and not even thinking about what what is the next drink I'm going to have. It's being so afraid of like, when's the next time I'm going to overdo it? And then I'm going to have to feel bad about myself. And then I'm going to, you know, just feel really, really bad about myself because I thought I could do it. And then like, it didn't. And like all of the mental gymnastics goes along with it. So I could talk about that experience with drinking and you're nodding your head right along. And like, you can understand that. But from the perspective of flying, like, yeah, there's this thing that like, if I know it's going to happen in the future, I'm probably going to start thinking about it like well in advance, more as we're leading up to it, it'll consume parts of my mind, I'll be a pretty irrational when it's happening. But the beautiful thing is with flying, right? Like you don't have to choose total abstinence. And as you've experienced, you know, what I think is one of the most important parts of the story that you shared is that after the first flight, there was a second flight. And in that second flight, you actually notice that increment of um, relief or like comfort that you didn't have on the first flight. And I just encourage you and anyone who's listening, who's scared of flying to like, just hang on to that and trust that like Madeline believes that she's experienced it. It's been true for her. And if you can't quite believe that it's possible for yourself, like, can you believe that it was possible and true for Madeline and lean into that fact to help you with this, the sense of willingness to just try it and see if it's possible for you too. Thanks for listening to Sober Reference. We hope you found this content valuable and are leaving feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. You can find more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com. 
We hope that you'll connect with us on social media, search Sober Reference now, and look for our logo. Great job taking in sober positive content today. Until next time, this is Sober Reference, and we are so glad that you're here.